0: you hear me now? Oh, there we go. Just need a little bit of power there. Okay. You know, as we were praying over our elders and laying hands on our elders, it just really occurs to me that it's not always easy to be honored. You know, whenever I'm honored, it always feels a little bit awkward. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I, I, I love it when people encourage me, when they're kind to me. But when it's really kind and when it's really personal, you know, you have this, this feeling, oh, you're being too kind. That is just too kind. But there is no too kind. God is a God of infinite kindness. He has infinite kindness towards us. And we we have to be able to accept that kindness. You know, it really strikes me. There are two difficulties that we have with grace. One is giving it. The other is receiving it. And we have to be able to do both to really know what it is to walk in the Spirit of God. When, when Jesus was ordaining his guys, it, it, it's in John chapter 13. Listen to how it went down. I'll be beginning in verse 1. It was just before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and to go to the Father. And having loved his own who were in the world... He loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress and the devil had already prompted Judas the son of Simon Iscariot to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and they had come from God and that he was returning to God. So, So so he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. And after that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You don't realize what I'm doing now. But later you'll understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. And Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part. With me now I've heard a lot of sermons on this passage I I've heard a lot of bad sermons on this passage I preached bad sermons on this passage you know we preachers we have a problem we're supposed to tell you exactly what to think we're supposed to explain everything everything needs to be explained by us and we need to tell you what to do and the quicker we can get through that to what we tell you to do the better so we can we can just make quick work of this can't we it's all about doing it's all about washing feet everybody get out of here and wash feet will you Except that's not what he's saying here. The prime question is not what are we going to do out there. The prime question is what are we going to do in here? And the prime question about what we're going to do in here is not will you wash other people's feet, but will you let Jesus wash your feet? Well, will you? Will you let Jesus wash your feet? Know how Peter felt? No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. And Jesus answered, unless I wash you, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Okay, so you must let Jesus wash your feet. Okay. Okay. Then, Lord, Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands, my head as well. And Jesus answered, those who've had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean, and you're clean, though not every one of you, for he knew who was going to betray him, and that was why he said, not everyone was clean. Ah, well, you know, I'd, I'd have been right there with Peter, wouldn't you? I mean, I was baptized when I was 13 years old. I'm a Church of Christ preacher. If there's one thing a Church of Christ preacher believes in is baptism. Let's get baptized. Baptize me. Baptize everybody else. And, and you know, that's dead Right. But you know, I I think we didn't really emphasize baptism enough in churches of Christ. We knew what the Baptist missed, and then we missed something ourselves. We got the f- remission of sins. What about the gift of the Holy Spirit? Amen. Baptize me. Well, it's not what he's talking about here, is it? Like Peter, we've, we've been baptized. So this is something different then. Here's what it means. Just because I'm baptized doesn't mean you get baptized right now and you go out that door and it doesn't mean that your feet aren't going to get dirty when you're walking through life. And that's what Jesus is talking about here. He's, he's talking about feet, our daily walk, and our daily dirt, and the mess that we get in each and every day. So, I have to let Jesus wash my feet. What does that mean? Oh, this is so awkward, isn't it? Oh, some of you just hate this. How can he possibly be doing this in church during the worship service? You know, I had this argument with myself this morning, most recently. And it's like, well, you know... In church, in church there are forms, there are codes of behavior. You know, maybe this would be okay in Bible class, preferably a men's Bible class. Not that the ladies see my ugly feet. I can't believe a preacher would, would do this. Except Jesus would do this. Well, you know, but I'm making a bit of a fool of myself here, aren't I? Well, you know, he made a bit of a fool of himself, didn't he? In 1 Corinthians 1, it says that the, Paul says the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength and, and and Jesus went there, and he went there for us, and he went there on this night. Oh, but should I do this on a Sunday morning? Well, let's look at this for a minute. This is the night. This is like the night of all nights. This is the night that Jesus is betrayed and and, and, and his journey to the cross begins. This is the night, it's a Thursday night, where he institutes the Lord's Sabbath. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In fact, it's only, it's only a few verses away from this foot washing thing. Some groups actually do foot washing on uh, you know, in church for this reason. They made something along with the Lord's Supper that we should, should do this. So, so the argument which I lost with myself, I lost the argument that um, what happens in here shouldn't be about this. You have to get close to Jesus. You can't stand on formality. And what he did, he just tore down the formality. And, and, and uncomfortable. You talk about an uncomfortable moment. Jesus, at a formal dinner, washing your feet i got to tell you, I don't want anybody around my feet, especially around foot washing time. <laughs> there, there are rumors about, about Thompsons having stinky feet. I, I claim that I'm, I, I'm one that doesn't. But you know, I don't want people messing with my dirty feet. I don't want them messing with my clean feet. I'm ticklish. And you know something? You know that this is interesting. You cannot tickle yourself. You cannot. Well, if you have multiple personalities, maybe you could tickle yourself. Oh, stop it! Stop it! It's a ticklish thing to get that close, to be that vulnerable, to be that real. And Jesus says, guys, we are that real. We are the just that real. Now, I have heard it said. I've even preached it because I heard another preacher. And, you know, if a preacher says it, it must be true, right? That um, slaves would do the foot washing. Jesus is taking the position of a slave to, to wash Feet. You know, and it sounds so good. Sounds completely believable, but a scholar friend of mine researched that and he said he couldn't find anything in classical literature that it was the slave's job to do that. So whether, but you know whether it was or it wasn't, if I had a slave, I wouldn't have him washing my feet. I'll handle my own dirt, okay? I'll handle my own dirt. And I wouldn't want my wife near my dirty feet either. And Jesus, well, that's just got to be the last person in the universe that I want near my dirty feet. But he says to me, unless you let me near your dirty feet... You have no part of me. Like Jesus says, you've got to let your guard down. You've got to let your guard down. You've got to be vulnerable. You've got to let him in. You can't be embarrassed with your dirt. You can't be embarrassed with the mess, the messes of your life. And we've all got dirt. Everyone in this room has got dirt. And you don't know my dirt and I don't know you, your dirt, but we got dirt. And Jesus says, you gotta let me, you gotta let me in. And he's, he's saying to you right now, just, just imagine my hands on your feet and warm sudsy water And I'm not bothered by it at all. I'm not bothered by the dirt that you've got. We're friends. Friends know that friends have dirt. A friend is someone who knows everything about you and loves you anyway. Let me get that. Close to you. Let me be your friend. Let me wash your feet. Let your feet soak in that. Let him massage away the hurt. Let him take your broken spirit and clean you up again and again and again and again and again. And that, my friend, is what Christianity is all about. That's what it's all about. Jesus knew, verse 3, that the Father had put all things under his power and that he'd come from God and was returning to God. Three things. God has put all power into Jesus. He knows that he's come from God and he knows he's going back to God. So... So, what? So, well, you start the national campaign. So, you do the book signing. So, you run for Congress. No, no, so. He puts a towel around himself. This is what it's about. He did this because this is what it's all about. Like, this is not something incidental. This is what it's all about. It's about being clean and staying clean and being loved and staying loved. You must let Jesus keep you clean. We're in the dirty feet business. We're in the washing dirty feet business. That is who we are. Yeah, we're baptized once, and all the sins that we ever have had, and the sins that we will have, are washed away. But still, we need washing from the specific sins. We we need to be able to deal with the dirt and know that we're clean. How do you do that? When he'd finished washing their feet. He put on his clothes. I mean, imagine that, like he he takes off his outer clothes and everything, just there with basic covering and a towel. He put on his clothes, returned to his place. Do you understand what I've done for you? You call me teacher and Lord, and, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant's greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you'll be blessed if you do them. We must wash one another's feet. Now, notice what I didn't say. I didn't say to everybody, you need to go out and wash other people's feet. I said what he said. You must wash one another's feet. I come clean, you come clean. I have dirt, you have dirt. We all got dirt, but we've we clean one another up because that's Jesus and we're not shocked by our messes and we're not shocked by our dirt I've preached the sermon like we should just be humble and we should go out and do a servant's job and that's true but that's not what this passage is saying we're all a mess is what it's saying So I wash you, and you wash me. That's how you receive grace. That's how you give grace. That's having received the grace, other people, if you wash, if I let you wash my feet, then you'll be more comfortable about letting me wash yours. And that's what heaven looks like. That's how grace flows. And and, and when the world sees that, (laughs) oh, they want it. Who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't want that kind of friendship? Who wouldn't want that kind of love? Who wouldn't want to live in that kind of reality? Because that is what heaven looks like. You know, I just want to wash my own feet. And Jesus says, no, Ross, you can't just wash your own feet. You've got to let other people do it for you, and you've got to do it for other people, because then we really come clean. And the grace of God is in this, whenever this happens. You know, I'm a huge Leonard Cohen fan. I think the man was a genius. And there's a a wonderful verse to one of his songs, an anthem, and it goes like this. Ring the bell that still can ring. Forget your perfect offering. There's a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. I believe that's right and in washing one another's feet like that we could see heaven yeah that's when you see it not in the perfection not in your perfection or my perfection but when we see the light come in through the cracks when we see the Cleansing coming in of the grace, the grace, because there is no perfect offering that we can give. So, I don't know, I don't know where you are this morning. Maybe you, ah, you know, maybe you got all kinds of mess going right now. And, and like, I, I won't catalog all the possible messes that. Uh, that we find ourselves in. Um, maybe you got some kind of a mess and you'd like us to lay hands on you and pray over you. Well, I'd love to pray over you, and I'm sure that our shepherds and their wives would love to pray over you. So why don't you come while we stand and sing?